Blog Talk Radio. enjoying mom time with uh, uh, my son coming back from college for a while and that was nice and I hope all of you are getting out there and enjoying the spring wherever you are and recognizing our growing worldwide audience if what you're enjoying is the fall in your neck of the woods that's a beautiful time too so so wherever this show finds you across time i hope that it feeds your spirit today and today i first of all am very thankful i want to mention this at the outset to blog talk radio for putting us out on their front page today and reminding those of you who came in today to listen because we have a guest today that is going to speak to you no matter what your spiritual path is. You know, many of us have walked diverse spiritual paths. I've said many times I'm a granddaughter of an evangelical minister, and that is a very strong part of my path. And then I have many other things that have come into play, different ways of seeing things based in love and in positivity. And today's guest, Nancy Yearout, has something to say to us, and it's not um, coincidental, and she actually talks about coincidence in this book, and what we sometimes call coincidence. Wake up. The universe is speaking to you. Learn to use universal energy to change your life. Now, Nancy has had a very successful, interesting path of her own, which I will look forward to talking to her about. But she has been very successful as a spiritual life coach, as a speaker, and of course as an author. And she has learned many lessons on her own journey. And she has you know, worked in very successful settings in the corporate world. She has worked for multiple decades as an entrepreneur, and she has a lot to share with us today. And I invite you to also visit her website. I have a couple up there for you. TheEnergyProfit.com is one of them, and then simply NancyYearOut.com. And so I am just so delighted to bring Nancy Yearout on the program. Welcome, Nancy. Thanks, Susan. Thanks for having me today. Well, I really do feel from my own heart to yours that you have a way, Nancy, and I know it's because the universe is speaking through you <laughs> to <laughs> to reach out to many of us. I mean, we've come, oh my goodness, Nancy, so many of us, you know, we've questioned, we've 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 looked at we've gone through so much energetically perhaps in our paths and many of us do come to see the value of positive energy but it can be kind of a journey to get there and we honor that too so so tell me nancy tell us about your journey how did you come to to understand 
energy. And also, how can we view, I'm going to say this right out, sometimes people, they misunderstand that term, and they might be more comfortable with prayer, for example, versus energy, you know, because we put we put all these assumptions on things. We're always, you know, assuming yeah, things. Yeah, we put labels, and, don't we? <laughs> true. It's true. So, so as part of that, I hope that we can get beyond the label, too, and just, you know, any assumption. I want everybody out there who's listening, just drop those assumptions <laughs> and and drop the labels, the definitions, and, and, and re, let, let Nancy redefine some of these things for us all in, in the way that you've experienced and observed. So, so tell us about your journey, kind of a long question but you have a lot to share no that's fine that's fine and i'm happy to do it you know i am grew up in the church uh was a grew up uh as a christian and um Mm -hmm. went to sunday school with my parents of course but you know as you get older a lot of times you don't attend church and a lot of us don't uh, start to pray until we really get in a sticky situation in our lives and i think that's pretty much what happened to me I um, I was in my 20s, and I was in a bad marriage, and I had two little girls, and I was really frustrated and got to a point where I got down on my knees and I prayed, and I talk about this in the book, and I tell my story, and the reason I tell my story is so that people understand that this is real and this really happened, yeah. and, and this yeah. is how I learned to use the energy. Yeah. So what happened basically was that um, I got out on my own, and um single mom, two little girls, and got into the real estate industry. And very interestingly enough, I learned to draw business to myself out of necessity. I learned to say affirmations, which a lot of people would say would be a type of prayer. I learned to do visualizations because I needed to draw business to myself because I needed to make money to survive. It was a survival situation. And this happened, you know, 20-some years ago. And what I've learned over the years are different aspects of energy. And I guess what I want to say to people is what I've learned more than anything is that what you say has a vibration and what you think has a vibration. And these vibrations go out into the universe. And the universe responds accordingly. So whatever you say about yourself really is who you become mentally in your own mind as well as the universe rewards you for that vibration. So if you say, for example, I will never be successful, that is what you're telling the universe. I don't want to be successful. The universe only gives you what you ask for. There are a lot of people who say, oh, I'll just never be thin. I'll never lose this weight. Well, no, you won't because you have to say, hey, I've lost the weight. I know I'm doing it. I feel great. You have to talk in the present tense. And you, whatever you say and whatever you think is what the universe rewards you with. So, again, this is a long answer. <laughs> but yes. let me just say, if you're, if you're grateful, you receive grateful energy back tenfold. If you give out the love vibe, then you're going to receive loving vibrations back. It's very simple. And that is why prayer works. Uh, A lot of reasons. One is the vibration. It's the intention, okay, and your intention has to be pure. And then a lot of times, of course, it's many people praying for the same outcome. Okay, so imagine uh, the vibration being, you know, raised, being, you know, more, more of a volume. So that is why prayer is, uh, works so well. So what I've learned over time is to use the energy to create what I want in my life. And I've also learned to uh, balance my energy fields because here's the other part of this whole thing. We are made up of energy. We have energy fields. We have an aura, which is on the outside, and we have our chakras, which are on the inside. And they're spinning. Our chakras are spinning on the inside. And if you're around negative people, I'm trying to make this as brief as possible so people catch this, but when you're in a negative environment or around negative people for any length of time, it affects you. It doesn't just affect you emotionally. It affects you physically, and it can really throw you off your path. So one of the things that I really talk about in my book is how to clear your energy fields, and it's not weird. We're made up of energy. That's what we are. We're in these bodies, and we need to recognize that. Yes, yes. You know, a lot of people 
Um, and I know I've experienced this consistently, Nancy, and this is in a general way, not even with specific people. Every time, and of course, by saying this, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict it, but I'm not gonna say it that way. I'm gonna say I have had an experience in the past where when I'm in the Los Angeles airport in particular, which is very hectic, I have felt all this negative energy. And notice how I projected that into the past, not the future, because I would like to see, you know, going into that airport and not not being impacted by that. And I will say that um, that it, it, there are places sometimes, and some people report it in shopping malls too, um, or when there's a lot of stress, you know, right now, I mean, you, there people are very. Um, there, there's a lot of stress right now, and and right. in the world that's being expressed. I mean, and there's some pretty harsh things happening. I mean, yesterday I was watching um, a video of you know the chemical this chemical attack in Syria. It was very upsetting video. And so I guess again, this this show, by the way, Nancy, is such a dynamic conversation and no answer is too long. Just like questions can be kinda long too. But what <laughs> I'm trying to get at it's just like we're sitting here having coffee or tea, you know, what your preference is. <laughs> it it really is. Um but what I'm trying to get at here is subtle and it's important because when you see something like that, for example, that is harsh um, or, you know, you're in a situation that is really impacting you, like, like you know, you're, someone in your family has a health situation or different things. Certainly your approach makes a difference. But I think all of us, and, and you too, have had that experience where the the miracle of prayer is also that kind of intervention. It's like if you just reach out, so a little sometimes you know there's this there's this incredible love reaching back that that helps us um often when we we need it most it is that um it will help us and so i wonder if you could reflect on on that aspect of it too because sometimes we are impacted by by things and we're human and right, um, right, and so well, so, let, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me address it really quick. I'll I'll tell you what I think. And this is in a nutshell. When you were speaking about the airport, yes, mm-hmm. there are places that um, we all go into, and we all are intuitive. We all have that feeling, that gut feeling. It's yeah. up to us whether or not we use it or not. We need to use it. It's there for a reason. Yeah. So if you go into an airport, like you were mentioning, and you feel really negative, you know, um, a lot of that negativity will rub off on you if you don't protect Uh yourself, if you don't know how to Uh protect yourself. So I talk in the book about how to protect yourself, but I also talk about how to get that negative, yucky stuff off of you. And one thing people can do when they come home from a day of work or out in the world where there's a lot of negativity going on is just a sea salt bath, very simple. Um, you mm-hmm. take maybe a half a cup of sea salt, and you could buy it at any grocery store, and put it in the bath, maybe put a couple drops of lavender in there, and soak. What happens is some of that negative yucky energy gets off of your body that's attached to you. I also say use a sugar scrub. It'll sweeten you up a little bit and get some of that yucky <laughs> negative energy off of you. You know, I talk in the book, if you take off your rings, this is something everybody can do and everybody should try. And this will make you realize how real this is. Take off your rings and your watches and take one hand and flick the other finger, okay, on the other hand with, you know, so take your left hand, hold it up, take your right hand and flick your fingers. You can feel the energy coming off. Of your fingers, you can feel. Uh-huh. If you take your arm and swipe it down from the shoulder down to your fingertips, you can feel with your other hand. Okay, you can feel the negative energy coming off of you. So here's the here's the situation. We all have good energy and bad energy. We've got to get rid of the bad, and there are different ways you can do it. Some people meditate, which is fantastic. Uh-huh. Some people do yoga, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I recommend meditation. Um, I recommend getting massages. A massage is a wonderful thing for the simple fact that the energy has gotten into your muscles and your tissues and your bones. And when you go and get a massage, what happens is all of that negative energy is released. 
And that's why all the toxins are released. And that's why I say everybody should go at least once a month, if not twice a month, to get a massage. It really, truly helps you. Another thing I tell people when you have a group come to your home, maybe you have a, it's a holiday and you have some relatives and they don't all get along so well, put a pan of water with some cinnamon, maybe three or four tablespoons of cinnamon, you know, just table cinnamon, and mm-hmm. put it in the pan, let it boil, and let that steam seep out into the room. What happens is it's the properties within the cinnamon that will clear the negative energy in the room, okay? Uh, Another thing that we do here in uh, New Mexico, I'm from New Mexico, Uh and the Native, right, so the Native Americans use white sage, and you can get white sage, you can order it, and that's what I use to clear my house, and that's what I use to clear my car and my office. There are certain things that you need to do to keep yourself clear and healthy. Um, and again, stay away from negative people. Uh, I know it's difficult uh, to stay away from, you know, certain people. You may have to work with somebody who's negative, but yeah. do your best to shield. Yeah, do your best to shield yourself because what you're doing is you're picking up their vibes. You're picking up their energy. So it's really, really important um, to be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of what's impacting you. I've seen disease in severe cases where a couple is in a bad relationship and you have one party who looks wonderful and healthy and vibrant and the other one just looks terrible. Well, one is sucking the other's good energy from them, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a whole, so that's a whole other conversation. And that's why I tell people, you know, get out of the situation because what's happening is your immune system goes down because your vibration is low. People don't think of it like that, right? And oh, yeah. what happens yeah. is you, disease can set in very easily when you're in a really bad negative situation. So this is a health issue um, as well as, you know, just staying on your life path as well oh yes you know so many things here in fact one thing i wanted to mention kind of a random note but it's interesting there was an article nancy in the news which i actually propagated that said that sage and doing what the native americans and many people have done for many generations not only mm-hmm. has an energetic effect, but they have now proven scientifically that it clears the air of bacteria, that right. it actually has a physical impact. And, you know, something about your explorations, you really bring it into the physical, and that's a really good example. You know, we tend to think this spiritual stuff, you know, it's just way out there. <laughs> it's like not really. No, it's really not way out there. Being, and it's not. It's here. It's here. And yeah. there you can even yes. verify that science is starting to verify some of these things right. and certainly about energy that that people have known for many, many generations without having that opportunity to to verify it. Um and, and Right, so, and, and you're correct on the um, mm-hmm. the same thing with cinnamon. Cinnamon has the same effect. Uh-huh. They have proven it. Yes, they have proven it that it has the same clearing effect. So it's just it's amazing that all these things are here for us to use, but we don't use them. Yes, yes. And something else I want to pick up on, which is very important, and that you explore in your book, and um, you know, a term that that you use early on that I'm sure some of us have already heard at times is is energy vampire that. It's sort of an image of of seeing what you described where you can feel your energy being pulled. And I think that, you know, you've made certain choices in your life, Nancy, on your path, and many of us have. And, you know, sometimes, you know, whether it's a relationship or a workplace, when you're just being drained, there's this, isn't there this, this awakened moment where you just say, you know what, I need to do something, <laughs> you know, it's just like I can't, or even when you look at future choices, I am not going to put myself, you know, what do I envision for myself and and what do I know would would not be healthy? And so you can, you really can start to consciously live. 
Yes, and you need to pay attention, and that's what I learned um, over time. Yes. And I saw it in other people, um, which was really interesting. I saw other people in a bad relationship, and I saw um, the health issues that could be by these kind of things. And, you know, energy vampires, and let me just mention what, what the situation is really quick, if it's okay, on energy no, vampires. Yeah. Please take the time. It's important. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people a lot of people don't realize, you know, you'll have a girlfriend come over, for example, and maybe she's having a hard time or she's going through something, and she'll come over the house and, and sit down with you, and you guys will have coffee or whatever. And by the time she leaves, you are drained, and she is fine. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> and she didn't mean to suck all your good energy from you, yeah. but she did. And a lot of times that happens. People, you know, they're having a hard time and they look for people who are light and they're attracted to the light. And so that will happen. Now, you can also have people who are jealous. Gossip, for example. Gossip is just like radio waves. It's the the vibration of the spoken word, the, the thought goes out into the universe. And believe it or not, can really affect you. If you don't shield yourself or pay attention or keep yourself clear or say a prayer, you know, dear Lord, or if you, if you don't, you know, however you believe, dear creator, you know, keep the negative energy away from me. I have a lot of different things in the book that I tell people to say, but other people's energy can really affect your life if you don't pay attention. And if you're letting somebody drain you, and I call it draining your energy field, you know, stop it because it will eventually really, really affect you. You know, that's what happened to Edgar Casey, the great sleeping prophet. Yeah. He did so many readings to help so many people, he drained his energy. And that's why he died yeah. so young, you know, because it took so much energy to, to give people the readings that he was trying to give them. You know, I think this is an opportunity to speak to a segment of the audience, and I know I'll raise my hand and say that I've been impacted by this too in some ways, is many of us, and I know people listening who are either hosts or are out in the, the spiritual community, have at times or maybe regularly worked as a coach or, or a, you know, in the healing domain, or, you know, maybe they're just usually entering into that, And one of the things I've noticed myself, like when I first went to an expo and did and worked with people one-on-one as we're coming by my booth, you know, I had two types of experience, Nancy. One experience would be, oh, my gosh, I am totally drained. I mean, it was like it just sucked everything out of me and there was nothing left. (laughs) And I thought, hmm, you know, that obviously isn't exactly what I was looking for. And then another time, Oh, it was just so energized. I mean, I just could have kept going, you know. It was just, like, amazing. Or maybe on that day, you know, it turned out there were breaks. Like, I learned, you know, leave the booth for a while. Go see a session. Go, just go, you know, go walk around. Don't just be there the whole time. And and so there are people listening who are trying, you know, doing what they can to get this formula right for themselves so that they feel they have something to give to people to help but also not giving all of ourselves away, you know, learning how to do right. that in a way that's balanced. Right. And and that's where I think, you know, meditation comes in, yoga comes in. You know, when my kids were little, we would go to an event, and I was a single mom. And I don't know how I knew to do this. I guess it was just intuitive. And I would just visualize us bubbled in a white, and when white light, white heavenly light, uh-huh. and that's what uh-huh. I would think of. I would yeah. bubble us. And before I would do this, you know, we would have a difficult time. I always felt uncomfortable. But once I started to just visualize this and do it, people wouldn't bother us anymore. And uh-huh. it's very interesting. If you actually do these things, it's not weird. It's not ooey-gooey. Just visualize <laughs> yourself with white light around yourself. And believe it or not, this stuff works. Um, Come home and take that sea salt bath. Go have the massage. Get rid of some of the yucky stuff because all this stuff impacts your life. 
And um, one other thing I want to say uh, on the positive side, you know, uh-huh. I learned to draw things to myself, and I learned to draw a wonderful relationship to myself. So there's a lot of different ways you can use energy. Um, I'm really big on affirmations. I'm really big on mm-hmm. prayer. I'm big on vision boards where you put up a bulletin board of things that you would like to achieve. There's all different things that you can do. And it's basically putting out good energy. Um, One of my biggest things here is, yes, you talked about the negativity going on in the world. And my feeling is if we could all just raise the vibration by putting out good energy, maybe when you're out in the world, uh, have a kind word to say to a stranger or smile at somebody. You know, a smile or a simple compliment when you're out in the world to a stranger can make their day and change things. And I believe that if we all really, and it may sound corny, but it's the truth, if we could all just put out some good energy, do one good thing a day, say one kind word to a stranger, smile at somebody, that will make a difference. This good energy going out is infectious. It's like good energy begots more good energy. And the problem with the negative is right now that's swirling around in our world is that more negative more negativity is bringing in more negativity and that's the problem that i see going on right now yes yes you know something oh boy a couple things i'm going to catch a couple of things you mentioned first of all the white light i have something to share about that quickly that was one of the first things i heard about when i was very young as a teen when we heard about the so-called new age movement was somebody i think it was my brother who was exploring it at the time told me about this and i learned about it and there was a situation um where i was caught with a, with family members in a blizzard we got stuck in a car wow. in the middle of a blizzard a very famous the blizzard of 1982 in denver for those of you who are in denver you know exactly what i'm talking about and we got stuck and i had just learned about white light and i actually wrote in a journal and you know it was kind of contrary to my teachings of you know i, I was having some trouble uh. integrating all of this but when we right. got stuck i did exactly that nancy is i envisioned us in white light um, because my dad, he wasn't totally young at the time, although now he seems younger now that I'm getting older. But I was, you know, concerned. And really, very soon, almost instantly after that, these figures appeared out of nowhere, these two young men who took us to their apartment and warmed us up. And, and we had a place to go. And, you know, in that kind of a storm, what I saw is everybody was helping everybody. You had to trust. You know, normally you'd say, you can't go to their apartment. Well, you know what? In that Yeah, in the situation. situation. Yeah. And it was also the 80s. It was a little bit different time. We tended to be a little more trusting back then. And, and sometimes it's unfortunate that we distrust so much in the world because those guys helped us incredibly. And and so anyway, white light came into play. And it's it's a pivotal part of my own path. So that's one thing I wanted to say. And... Um, the other thing, when you talk about being positive, nowadays I see it all over the place where everybody's so caught up in fighting, fighting, fighting. You know, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to yeah. fight, you know, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, if I want to put yeah. that, that's how it feels, right? Whatever their point of view, I mean, it can be very, devi- you know, and, and this is spreading out over a lot of different people who normally wouldn't be that way. And what is that putting out? You know, it's like when you push, 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 what comes back? You know, what's the universal truth there? Um, the more you push, push, and fight, fight, what what happens? And so it's it's an interesting thing to observe. Well, and, yeah, people need to pay attention. And I always say when people realize how the energy actually works, they'll stop mm-hmm. doing each other wrong. Because here's the part that people don't understand. When you do something wrong or you say something bad or you don't do the right thing, the energy uh, it goes out to the universe. And the universe picks up on that. And you will 
get yours in such a way. (laughs) And I can't tell you how it happens. It just happens. And I think that's the way God set it up. Our creator set the universe up in a way. And I always tell people, and I write about this in the book because I used to be, oh, I'm going to, that person was so mean and and I'm going to get back at them. You don't have to do Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. at all. When people don't do things uh, honorably, let me just say, if that is, that's probably the easiest way to say it. The universe knows, and it comes around. It's karma. It's the energy. It's however you want to look at it. And I always say when people finally realize how energy works, they will stop the negative talk and the negative actions because you do get what's coming to you. When you put out negative energy, it comes back tenfold. Well, so and the that's important something people need to think about. Know. I know. Well, and you know, so, you know, it's really easy when you hear that to 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 think, oh boy, you know, oh I, you know, we were gossiping last week or whatever. You know, we fall into things sometimes. However, what the key is, we consciously can shift it. I have noticed, you know, many of us, um, um, we we, you know, these things, these gossip conversations or whatever, you know, you get pulled into some negative thing, but over time. You realize you have a choice, and that's what you're saying. And that notion of stop, it's like its like we are all learning. I mean, and I think you acknowledge that, too. We are all learning. Yeah. We're here being human learning. But we really can intervene. I am finding that more and more. That goes for a lot of things, you know, with with food, with how we're treating ourselves physically, with with. I mean, all of that is related, but certainly with our attitudes, like you say, that notion of stop, stop. You know, sometimes we just have to say to ourselves if we find ourselves falling in a pattern, I love that you use that word, Nancy. It's just stop. You know, I don't need yeah, to Yeah, and you know, um, stop. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the thing is, and, and I, I'm going to go back to the Bible on this one. When I started to do my research, and let me just tell you, I became very spiritual, religious over the years because I started to understand that faith works and prayer works and Mm -hmm. good energy works. And when I started to do research for my book, you know, I I put a lot of quotes in there from the Dalai Lama. I researched, you know, different things that came out of the Bible. And one thing that it says in Matthew, and I'm just going to quote it just so people Uh kind of think about this, Matthew uh, 12, 36, and 37 says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. And I think the Bible was trying to tell us your words have energy. In the very beginning in Genesis, where it said God spoke and created the earth, the heaven and earth. Well, He did it with his words. Think about that. Think about how powerful that is. It's your words. It's your vibration that goes out. So people don't pay attention to what they think and what they say. And gossip is really bad because when you gossip about somebody else, that's going to come back to you, whether you believe it or not, it will. That's what I've learned. Well, and it happens, you know, we all know it it happens in workplaces and just among, and and it it isn't helping us. And, you know, I've often found in some of what what you described, I mean, it it really does kind of come back to how much we love ourselves, really, or, you know, our own esteem for ourselves. Um, We tend to project our insecurities, and, and that's an energetic imbalance right there is is when when we're doing that um and again we're human but and and the purpose of this show is for us to learn (laughs) you know and and, and sometimes we're going to get it wrong and we just keep working with ourselves and and that's that's the point and then you really do see a huge positive change which i know you've seen um and as far as the power of prayer, oh, my goodness, um, you know, how many of us have seen actual miracles, like in the health domains, where, where a loved one, I've had things happen where a loved one was having a serious issue and just amazing, impossible, well, I in, a, in quotes, miracles. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I think we've we've gotten away. We've gotten so materialistic, and we've a lot of us have gotten away from. I see this a lot with the younger generation, and I hate to see mm-hmm. it. And I'm hoping that um, I can influence a little bit and change it because yeah. the material things in our status and our looks are not what's important. And I talk about that yeah. in the book. And um, yeah. it's what's inside. Because we're only here for a short time. And like you say, we all have uh, lessons to learn. And we all have uh, a job to do while we're here. And I think if you follow your heart, you can follow your path and know what your job is supposed to be. But I think that people get so caught up in the material world, the Internet, um, their phones, yeah. you know, what do they look like, yeah. what kind, you know, how much money do I have? And in the end, you know, and I've seen this, and I know you have too, what really matters are people. You know, you don't yeah. get up to the pearly gates and say, hey, look at all the stuff I've got. <laughs> you know, I've yeah. got a new car, and I, yeah, like our creator really doesn't care. He's going to say, hey, you know, well, why you were down there for, you know, 60, 70 years, what did you do? Did you give back, or were you kind? You know, those are the things that we've so gotten away from, and we're a spiritual people. We're energy, and we're in these bodies, and we're here to learn, and we're here to experience, but I think we really need to get back to who we are, and that is a spiritual. We are spiritual people, and start to realize that it's each other that we need to, to, you know, focus on in ourselves, too, but, you know, get away from some of this materialistic um, status, uh, and it's yeah. really gotten out of control in my mind. So I would yeah. love to see that. <laughs> well, and so much of that is that, in that it's an imbalance. It is that insecurity. You know, when you feel like you have to prove something because you have the perfect house or, you know, the perfect car or whatever, um, you know, that is is a sign of imbalance. And, and like you say in your book, it's not going to bring happiness that, it, you know, the, the – that's not where joy comes from. Now, well, and I think know, people are searching, don't you? People yeah. are searching oh, for happiness. Oh, of course. And the thing and, is, and, they're looking um, outside of themselves for happiness, where the happiness yeah. is not what you can buy. The happiest, happiness comes from within. Being happy within yourself, and people are searching, and they're searching, and and a lot of times I think they're searching for um, our creator, and they've gotten lost, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, a lot of the churches, um, you know, I think don't, I don't know how to say this in a super nice way, (laughs) I think they're not as open-minded, and uh, people feel like they can't express themselves openly, but bottom line is, you know, the, the happiness comes from within, not from outside of ourselves. And, you know, if I could help anybody, it would be to say, you know, we do have a creator out there. You call him God. You call him whatever you want. But if you talk to him and have a relationship and use some of the energy for your benefit, I mean, that's why it's here. It's for us to be happy while we're here and, you know, fulfill yourself that way, um, not with all the external things that are out there. Yes, yes. I mean, it's you know, you you get you lose sight of the the really the infinite love. I mean, just incredible how much we we are loved, you know, um and and that's an incredible reward um when you raise your awareness to that. Um and you talk about the energy of love um, within relationships and, and universally. Yeah, it's, well, the energy of love is powerful. It, it really is. It sounds all corny in like the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. But that's <laughs> it. I mean, it, it really is. And, and when you put people say to me, oh, I just want to meet someone and, and I just want to really, I want a, my soulmate. Well, if you can put out the love vibration, then you will meet that person because you have to put out the love vibration in order to get it back. I can remember a time in my own life where I didn't have love in my life, and I'd see a couple, and I'd look and say, oh, look at that couple. They're so happy. And I would be like, hmm, you know, (laughs) I want that too. But instead of, you know, you got to change it up. You can't be angry because you you know you just haven't met the right person yet. You have to keep putting out that love vibration, and the more you do, the more that 
love vibration will come back. And again, it may sound really corny, but if you do it, it actually works. It really does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have found, you know, just loving your life, you know, the way it is and, and you know, visualizing where you're headed. But but there is an energy. I mean, and it's that neediness. You know, if you get caught up in that neediness, that then that just is going to, going to make you feel lack I mean suddenly you're in a space of lack and and not materially I mean emotionally especially energetically is is you can feel your vibration plummet (laughs) yeah and I've had a lot of people come to me yeah and they say you know I'm in a rut and um I can't get out of it and how do I get out of this rut and Uh you know they've gotten themselves to that place and that's where I say okay you know get in the bathtub and do a sea salt bath or, yeah, you know, yeah. go get a massage. And another thing I always say, you know, visualize white light coming down through your head, through your body and clearing out yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another way you can clear yourself if you can visualize um, that actually works and you'll be shocked um, if you can do it. And it's very simple. These are simple things that people can do to just stay on the right path. And you know, thankful energy, you know, when you're grateful, you know, there's so many of us, we have so much, and we're so fortunate, especially here in the United States, and I think, um, of course, there's a lot of people who don't and are struggling right now, and, um, you know, be grateful for what you have, and then on the flip side, start giving a little more to others who don't have there's quite a few people who are struggling and i think that needs to be recognized and people don't recognize it there's a lot of people who really could use some help and you know just giving is just the the joy when you give unselfishly and i always say give and don't tell everybody you gave keep it between yourself and and our creator okay when you give, give unselfishly and don't brag. That's how you'll be rewarded. Again, the universe picks up on that. Um, there's so many people out there in need. You know, and just like you were speaking, there's so much devastation going on throughout the world. So many things we can do to give to others. And we just really need to give that good energy. So yeah. there you have it. <laughs> You know, yeah, there's so much to talk about. You know, you make me think um, um, that when you look to the Bible, and I don't remember the verse exactly where it is, but and, and I'm going to actually come up with a term here that just came into my head. It's it's a kind of healthy humility, I think, that there's a verse, you know, that says, you know, don't be like openly pious, praying in public or, you know, telling everybody um, look at this great thing I just did, this great contribution, or look at how look at how spiritual right. I am. Look at how religious um, in that case. Although I I tend not to use that term religious, although in that context, I mean um, spiritual is the word I like to use. But but that's what you're talking about, Nancy. Is that it's not about that. It's about who you are no. at the center, not about who you're trying to make people think you are. You know, it's who you are. <laughs> Right. And and you know what, Susan, I live it. I really mm-hmm. live this stuff mm-hmm. because it took mm-hmm. me a long time to have faith. Faith is yeah. like one of the most, and we haven't talked about that. And I we just should. will tell you, you know, well, you know, when I was a single a mom, I'm married now, and I had the, the two little kids, and I was mm-hmm. trying to draw business to myself. I had to have the faith. You know, I say you can draw anything to yourself by affirmations and visualizations, but you have to have the faith that you'll receive it. That's the key, okay? Faith took me a long time to achieve. I just, it's really hard to have faith in something you don't see. When your life isn't going very well, it's tough to have faith. And it took me a long time, and I know it has for a lot of people, and some people still don't have faith, but you have to because if you learn, if you have faith at one time, everything will work out like it's supposed to, and all the good will come to you, and then you'll realize that it works. Having faith, you know, you, you have to say, I know things are going to work out for my highest good, and they always do. You know, people ask for things. That's another chapter in my book is just ask, and I think people don't ask. You have to ask for what you want. It's okay to ask. Because if you don't ask, the universe 
doesn't hear you, our creator doesn't hear you, that vibration doesn't go out. I've talked to a lot of people who say, oh, I have enough, I don't need to ask. Yeah, it's okay to ask. You can ask for little things. Let me give you an example. I'm a businesswoman, and if I have a tough meeting to go into or a tough phone call to make, I'll say a little prayer before I make that call. I'll pick up the phone yeah. and I'll say, may this, yeah. may this conversation or may this meeting go well for everyone involved. I don't try to make it one-sided, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. but the point yeah. is, ask, you know, um, may this uh, radio show today go really well and reach all the right people. You know, those yeah. type of things. Um, you have to say it. And I, I have a chapter about angels in my book yeah. um, because yeah. I've had a few encounters myself and I interviewed a lot of people who've had encounters with angels and it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, there are helpers out there, believe it or not, but you have to ask. You can't, I, I don't think they're really, I think they can assist us, but I think they assist us much more when we ask for their help. Yeah. So yeah. it's just really important. You know, so many things that you speak about, that energy of asking, you know, it's that it's that openness. And, you know, something that you said a minute ago is so important, and you explore this in your book too, is when you look back at th- there's a certain amount of trust in this faith because it's, you know, sometimes – it can be a somewhat circuitous route, you know, if you look back on things. And then you say, wow, that's exactly the way it needed to be. You know, how many times do people look back yeah. on their life, and including the hardship, including the times when they didn't have faith, you know, that you know that was part of the journey there. But if not for that, that gratefulness that you talk about, if not for being thankful for that experience and what it did and where it led and maybe, you know, these people that you were led to there or that, you know, everything that happened, um, wow, that made a huge difference because I needed to be in this space. And and that's when you see what um, I would call, and this is really using the language of of my youth and my current faith is you see the creator's hand is that you know however you want to view that omnipresence of of god the creator the universe however you label it you realize oh my gosh if not for all of that there couldn't be all of this and and it just gives us so much faith in the world that you know we don't have to fight so much or you know i mean it's not that we don't um, care about things and and be a, a a positive person of compassion and 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 stand for compassion, but it it's how all things come together for good. Um, yeah. When you trust and you have faith that that there is a there's a plan there's a there's a path and and you know it's kind of a mix, isn't it? In that. Um, how we respond, how we consciously go about our lives every day does influence our experience exactly. at that time. But we can also be well, thankful yeah. for what brought us here. Go ahead. I, I, <laughs> I, well, no, I'm thinking as you're saying this, I'm thinking yeah, the bigger picture. Yeah. People don't see the bigger picture. That's it. Um, it That's it. They just don't see the bigger picture of the whole plan of what's really going on. You know, if I wouldn't, Gosh, I wouldn't be here talking to you today if we wouldn't have had such a downturn in the real estate industry. I wouldn't uh-huh. have stopped. I would have just kept going and going and going and going and going. But for some reason, I had to stop. Now I know why and write this book so I could tell other people about these things. I had no intention of writing this book or telling anybody about these things so I got really old and I had nothing else going. But apparently I was <laughs> yes. supposed to do it now. Yes. So you see how everything works. And at the time, and I will tell you this, you know, um, when we had all this craziness happen in the world or in the United States here with our real estate industry in the uh-huh. 2007, 2008, you know, I just couldn't believe it. I thought, well, it's okay. I'll be able to sell because I can sell anything. <laughs> so, right. But no. Right. But that didn't work that way. No, the Lord made me our creator. Again, whatever you want to say, I had to stop. And I was 
meant to do. I had to do something else for a little while. And I still do real estate, but it gave me an opportunity, like I say, to write this and to help other people. And you never know. And at the time, I thought, oh, my gosh, I just can't believe this. And why is this happening? Just like everybody does, you know. But then you look now, I look back uh, over the last few years and think, what a blessing. What a blessing that I got to, you know, write down some of these things for people. And if, if I help people while I'm here on this earth, then I've done something. You know, um, I've left a little bit of a legacy. You know, maybe I can help raise the vibration. Maybe I can help other people realize that there is a creator out there. And we do need to pay attention to what goes on around us and, and what we say and what we think and what we do. So, yeah, it's exactly what you say. It's exactly yeah. right. It's funny. Our paths have some parallels because I had a similar experience, and I bet there are people listening out there because many of us had a similar experience that whatever we were doing in 2008, 2007, 2008 or so ended because that that was the last time I was in the corporate world. Um, And what I was doing was really ahead of its time, but the energy at that time economically um, just couldn't support that kind of work and truthfully the best thing that ever could have happened is for me to be at home in multiple ways I would not have this show you talk about your book not existing and we wouldn't be talking well let me tell you we wouldn't be talking because <laughs> this show would not <laughs> exist I was never well, gonna, I was never a person who was openly spiritual are you kidding me <laughs> I didn't right. go out like you know talking about these things I mean many years ago I I didn't do it. I mean, I wasn't really a very good evangelical growing up, you know, where where some would evangelize. I that was not me, and um and here I am. But a lot of it, there's so many things that, and, and also being having that ability to to work at home, which I actually was able to do a little in the corporate world too. It's just that I got to a point where I had to be in the office. But you know what? I really needed to be home and have, you know, there there are very rich experiences we can create for ourselves and it does not diminish our contributions. I mean, I call it working at home, absolutely, and then the things we're giving and contributing. And I see you doing a lot of, um, you know, it's funny how our paths unfold because we we are talking today, thank goodness, and and Mm -hmm. I think that there are people hearing this message today no matter where people are um and and i see that you know blog talk radio is 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 supporting us today continuing to feature us and i'm so glad because you know it, it's only it, it's one heart at a time we shift yes we we listen and we shift and whatever your age out there listening you may be um older you may be younger um Welcome that opportunity to shift, to change, to say, to say, you know what, that isn't serving me anymore. Whatever that that lower energy is, and and to open up to to what's there, and and this creator is real. However you label the creator, it is as real as real can be, <laughs> more than real. <laughs> Yeah, if we can get people back to that, back to back to basics, you know, and and that's what I think um, we really need to do: start paying attention to what's going on. And that's where it came. Wake up! Um, the universe is speaking to you. The universe tells you. You can always tell if you're on the right path or not. You know mm-hmm. how that is. And we and we're just saying that. You know, when you're on the right path, everything goes really well, and the universe works with you. But when you're not on your path, everything doesn't fall into place. And yeah. that's when you really need to start paying attention. Okay, wait a minute. What's going on here? What do I need to change about myself? What lesson is there that I'm supposed to learn that I haven't learned yet because I'm not progressing? And and I see that in relationships too. So I want to bring that up really quickly. I have a lot of people yeah. that come to me and yeah. say, I haven't met the right person. I keep having the same relationship over and over but with different people. <laughs> and I've heard this so many times, so I just want to say – what you need to do is look at yourself. There's something that the universe wants you to change about yourself. And once you learn your lesson, then you can move on and have that relationship. 
But until you do, and it's the same thing in business. Yeah. If you have the same thing happen to you over and over, but the same scenario, but maybe with a different company, but the same situation keeps happening, the universe is putting this in front of you until you learn your lesson. It's a repeat. You're just going to have to keep repeating until you get it. And then after you repeat a couple times, you'll say, oh, some people never get it. So pay attention. Mm -hmm. Wake up. Look Mm -hmm. at what the universe is trying to show you because we're all here to learn and we're all here to progress. And if we don't pay attention to the signs, then we kind of stay stagnant, I guess, is what I want to say. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's a – that's. Gosh, we could talk for another hour, I think, but the, the show is rapidly <laughs> coming to an end. And and something I wanted to say to you, Nancy, is is um, thank you for your authenticity because it takes courage to write a book like oh, this yeah. and to be openly yourself in the world. And more and more of us are realizing that's that's who we need to be, and it's okay to talk openly about these things and help one another. And so, so thank you for being here and thank you for your work and I want to give you an opportunity to tell our audience where they can find you again um, so that they can explore your work more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, visit my website. Um, It's theenergyprofit.com and you can pick up my book. It's called Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. Uh, It's at Barnes & Noble online or you can get it at Amazon. Uh, dot com and yeah and if you guys want to email me you can email me uh, with any questions at uh, energygirlnancy at gmail.com so I'm happy to help anybody who has any questions great well thanks again for for being here I've really enjoyed the energy of this conversation today and and all that you have to share and really I swear we only touched upon half of at best, I mean, just a, a <laughs> glimpse of what's in your book, and because you cover a lot of topics in there that are really helpful to people. So, so thank you again for being here today. And thank you. All right. Well, take care, Nancy. I'll I'll look forward to see what you come what you you come up with next because because you're okay. On an interesting <laughs> path. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. You. T- Just a quick um, show note to everyone. Um, We do have a fairly active week going here on the show again, and I always invite you to visit that archive, FrontierBeyondFear.com. We've got, um, we're in our seventh year now, and just um, so many ways to learn, and something we didn't touch upon today was synchronicity, those meaningful coincidences. So if something out there in the archive jumps out at you, listen, listen to those nudges. Um, But we do have another show this week, and that will be this Friday on the 7th of April. Ann Tucker is coming on the show, and she is going to talk about her book, Undoubtedly Awesome. So we're having a high-energy week. We're on a roll here (laughs) this week on the Frontier Beyond Fear, and I'm looking forward to talking to Ann, and that will once again be at noon Pacific. So Join us on Friday or wherever you're listening across time. I know many of you are listening to the podcast. It could be years from now for all I know. And I feel your energy with us here today in this moment now. And I'm thankful that you're choosing to spend some time here with us. So um, I hope wherever this show finds you, You have a wonderful day or evening. Just um, take some advice, like jump in the bath, like like Nancy said. That's really good advice. And the massage and, and treat yourself well. Manage your energy and pay attention. So take care, everyone.